On another exciting episode of the Animation Deliberation Podcast, it's Demon Slaying Time! We have Season 3, Episode 2, Yoruichi Type 0. Right after these ads, we have no control over. Sing along if you know the words. A one, two, three, it's time for Animation Deliberation! A conversation and a celebration of our favorite action animated series. Yeah! Yeah, welcome back to another episode of Animation Deliberation, the podcast where we take action, animation, and cartoons seriously, but not too seriously. We are your hosts. I am Zuhara Lee. My name is Jay Scotty St. Clair. And I am Andrew Rogers. And I'm going to step back from the mic as I say, Demon Slayer is back! Absolutely love this show, love the animation, love the music. This theme song is a banger like the last two were. I am so excited to get this back on a weekly basis. Yes, it's only 11 episodes total, but we know they're going to be 11 incredible episodes. How are you guys feeling? Oh, I'm I'm on a high. Just being back in the Demon Slayer saddle. Like, and not only because uh, it's 420. And not only... Oh my god, it is 420. I, <laughs> I had no idea. Wow, it's it. one of those days. Uh, yeah, no, it's... Uh, it's so good to be back. I'm frazzled after that, but... Uh, it was just like the entire time I was sitting down for the episode, I was just doing like the giddy little jump up and down. Like it's time, it's time, it's time. Let's watch, let's watch, let's watch. Like, oh God, yes. Like I don't even care that this episode was a little all over the place, like without getting the spoilers. It was still just like, these are the characters. They up the animation. It's just, yes, please. I'm oh, I'm so ready for all of this season. Yeah. With this series focus on breathing and breathing techniques, my reaction is just like breathing intensifies. What do we call it? We breathing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Weed> breathing. Yeah. <laughs> breathing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I I enjoyed this episode a lot. Given the fact that we only have 11 episodes, I was a little surprised it didn't move the story forward. Um, as much as I was expecting, but I still had a hell of a good time with it. Had some great action sequences. Of course, it delivered on the humor. And it did give me just enough plot to keep me kind of on the edge of my seat and very invested in what's going on here and still walking away with very few answers and a lot more questions. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The last thing that I'll say before we get into this um, little episode recap is that I kind of felt like that we were going to have a foundational episode and this seems to be it. I could see there being like two, maybe like, so like one more episode like this, two total episodes that are just kind of like expanding the world or building on something or giving us background story because similar with the entertainment district, we had the story of everyone undercover and the wives backstories and why it was important to Uzui. And then it was just nonstop action until the end. So I can see them like reintroducing us back to the world, getting us, you know, to get the feel of the characters and the styles and what's going on for this just to be like an incredible six episodes. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say is like the start of the entertainment district. I remember being a little underwhelmed off of the heels of Mugen Train that it's like, okay, right, we have to get back into it. There's Mm -hmm. like that one whole episode where they're just introducing the houses that each of the young girls that are main characters went to. Like nothing happened for those first two. And then it's one of the best seasons of the show. So I'm willing to give it 
the benefit of the doubt, but I will say one thing that I walked away from this episode with, again, without spoilers, the anime is known for doing filler. Demon Slayer does filler right. Like, this was arguably a filler episode, still getting time until we get to the big fight, mm-hmm. but it's still got enough of intrigue and the cliffhangers we got and the story beats that were there. I'm like, oh, I actually care about this, as opposed to oh, we're just going to the onsen to hang out. Like, there was still mm. something there for me to grab onto. So I'm appreciative of that in the least, but I feel like we might need to read the synopsis soon or I'm going to say too much. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you this is that, you know, Tanjiro's training regiment, his recovery regiment, I think it would have been a lot smoother if he was able to put protein powder into a blend jet every day and build these convenient smoothies to do his recovery. Wow, that that sounds really, really helpful and convenient. Yeah, every day he can just, you know... <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I didn't mean to break like that. Yeah, just imagine if like every day after these intense training sessions, he just grabs his portable blender that he can just recharge with lightning breathing all the time and just fill it up with water, protein powder, take it wherever he needs to on all of his training grounds. It gives him 15 charges and then he just has all the energy he needs to fight demons. How convenient would that be? Well, it would be incredibly convenient. And if you're wondering how you can, uh, you know, have something like this for yourself, have we got something we want to tell you about? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, a proud sponsor of the show, the BlendJet 2 is a portable is a portable blender, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. BlendJet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. Lasts for 15 plus blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, BlendJet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap and you are good to go. And you know what one of my favorite things about Demon Slayer is? All the characters have such unique fashion sense. Between their geese and their kimonos, they have these recognizable patterns. And you know, Blinjet has the same thing. You can choose from over 30 colors and patterns and have your portable blender unique to your sensibilities. For someone like me that's a little more subdued, I went with the slate. But you know, you can choose from a whole line, including a entire series from Pixar's Toy Story. Yeah, I got the Buzz Lightyear one right away. I absolutely love it. The the green from my daily green powder like matches the little accents on it perfectly, so that was just <laughs> added bonus to it. And if you just want to customize it yourself, like get one of the solid covers, uh, colors, grab some of uh, your favorite stickers off Redbubble and just stick them onto the side so that you can get all of your favorite anime characters as well. Mm. You can show it off to all your friends so that whether you're beast breathing or going Titan or going plus ultra, whatever your <laughs> anime fix, whatever, you want to go to be the best version of yourself. Blanchette will help you get there. Oh, for sure. And like he said, show it off because you will probably be the talk of the town. I brought this thing into work the other day and literally had 10 different people not even knowing we were sponsored, just asking me what this blender was being like, wait, you just blend that up right here. Like didn't even realize I blended it in the office and just had questions and thoughts and we're so excited. So 
it's it's pretty cool even if you know you don't want to take our word for it take all of the other people that stop me on the street to ask my word for it. <laughs> you know what else is pretty cool getting all of this at a discount oh. we have a promo code to tell you about so what are you waiting for go to blendjet.com and grab yours today and be sure to use the promo code staywhelm12 to get 12 percent off your order and free two-day shipping no other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 portable blender. Go to blendjet.com and use the code STAYWELM12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. All right. Now we can get on to our synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are discussing Demon Slayer Season 3, Episode 2, Yorichi Type Zero. While eavesdropping, Tanjiro watches as Muichiro threatens the young swordsmith he was seen arguing with at the end of the last episode. Tanjiro tries to defend the boy, but the indifferent Hashira knocks him out for interfering. After waking up, the lad, named Kotetsu, explains that the man, quote-unquote man, Tanjiro Saul is actually an advanced mechanical training doll built after a swordsman who lived over 300 years ago. Kotetsu explains the doll was made by his ancestors, and as he lacks a family, it is all he has to pass on to the next generation. Tanjiro agrees to protect it, but Muichiro appears having finished his training session and causing extensive damage. However, after Kotetsu discovers it is still functional, he tells Tanjiro to train with it, in order to become stronger than the arrogant Muichiro. The training proves harsh as Kotetsu denies Tanjiro food and water when he fails to connect hits on the doll. When Tanjiro eventually faints from exhaustion, he imagines himself in the afterlife and sees a peculiar stone in the Sanzu River, enabling him to detect a scent faster than the opening thread. He uses this to his advantage, eventually landing a powerful strike on the doll's head, which shatters and reveals a concealed sword inside. What could it mean? <laughs> yeah, as you said, this episode definitely gave us a lot more questions and answers. We've seen like three versions of this character now. Somebody sent me a gift, the, the, the Spider-Man image, the Spider-Man meme of everyone pointing at each other. And it was just the, the, oh my God, why am I forgetting the name of the bad guys now? The demons? The, the, the upper demon? What for them? <laughs> What are the, the upper demons called? The, 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 it's... The, 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 yeah. <laughs> the, uh, Kizuki. The 12 Thank Kizuki. Yeah. yeah, so the Kizuki, the robot, and then the person from Tanjiro's dream that we thought was his dad all along, but apparently is this 300-year-old warrior. And I like that they went into that it was based off of somebody and that he had this style that couldn't be replicated without six swords because it was like he always fought with them. So mm -hmm. it's like... It has you fascinated for the character that we think knows the sun style, but terrified that there's a demon that can fight this way. Definitely build up for a fight that is to come, but just a lot of fascination with how the story ended up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with pretty much everything you brought up there. But one of the like big takeaways for me is that like, the time that we got to spend with Muichiro, as brief as it was, like I've been fascinated about this missed Hashira since he first showed up in season one and I knew I was going to like him. And Tanjiro's interactions with him, Tanjiro 
sees the best in everyone, even the most despicable characters, but this guy just rubs him the wrong way. And he even admits like, what you're saying is absolutely true, but the way you say it without any tact, like just drives me crazy. So, so to see Tanjiro just kind of beside himself, not knowing how to deal with this swordsman who's younger than him, but more talented than him. I, I just thought it was a really fresh and character developing moment for, for Tanjiro. Do you still like the Miss Tashira even after all of the zero tact? Oh, I still like him. Yeah. I'm, I'm still <laughs> on board. <laughs> all right. All right. I like that you're sticking to your guns there because I also was rubbed the wrong way. Like somebody's got to smack this kid. That's all I was thinking <laughs> the whole time. Like Tanjiro, go just give, give him a little smack upside the head. It's, it's not for lack of trying apparently with how strong he is. <laughs> I, that's yeah. true that we did get to see that, but yeah, the Hashiro is interesting. And I was kind of surprised that they didn't make it like a big reveal that this character, the character being the robot, was a robot. Like, I expected them to play it for a joke or play it for a like, wait, I know you from somewhere. And then, wait, you're a robot. What, what's going on here? Because they didn't even touch on the fact that the earrings were the same <laughs> or any of that. They just were like... And and robots exist in this universe, but only one because we can we only have the technology to do this one time. Like they really kind of horseshoed that story in, but I'm still intrigued to see where it goes. But um, you know, Zuhair brings up the idea of a demon fighting this much. Do we think this means that the demon version actually is going to have six arms? Because that's kind of no, terrifying. The six eyes is bad enough. The six eyes bad enough. Now imagine six arms to go one for each eye. No, so, I really I really think what they were trying to get at was that like he has one arm but like or two arms obviously two arms with one sword but like his fighting style is so advanced and fluid that like in order for a robot to replicate it it needed six arms to like match that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So I'm hoping that they just stick with that and we get to see like how badass of a warrior this person is because at this point I think I'd be more impressed if he was this badass with one sword than having another character with six arms like the dodgeball character that we had in season one. That's why it seemed familiar. I yeah. kind of forgot that we already had a six-armed dodgeball demon. Yeah, there was the oh, guy yeah. with the directional arrows and the girl with the six arms. Oh, yeah. So I was like, I don't want another one. Like, he seems terrifying as being like a former demon slayer, you know? Yeah, no, there's still a lot of intrigue that I think was brought up by just the casual mention that this was someone that lived 300 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I I like that Tanjiro even acknowledged, like, wait a minute, something doesn't add up here because this person seems familiar. Like, what's going on? But he still doesn't acknowledge the earrings. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it I think you said it perfectly, Andrew. It just adds to the intrigue because I find myself like even more so now. This guy was a celebrated swordsman in his time what caused him to have this downfall was it the fact that you know he was afraid of death ultimately and made a deal with muzan or did he get mortally wounded trying to battle muzan and where tanjiro didn't take that deal with uh guitaro about being made into a demon maybe he did i i who knows i mean obviously some people know that have uh read the manga but we don't and i just i find myself very, very curious, uh, and especially with the uh, 
revelation of this sword being embedded within the robot makes me think, is this kid Kotetsu, is he potentially related to the swordsman? Is this his sword that he placed within this robot or mechanical doll, what have you? You think it might be Kotetsu's sword or you think it might be the original swordsman's sword? The original swordsman sword. Okay. Original swordsman sword. And maybe he is related to Kotetsu. Hmm. Or maybe yeah, not. It, I don't know. I'm honestly very surprised after the whole like wooshy wooshy allusion to a secret weapon hiding in the village uh, yeah. from the love Hashira. I was like, oh, hmm. the weapon's going to be love or compassion or something along those lines. I was very surprised like, oh, no, there's actually a weapon hiding in this village somewhere that Tanjiro is going to find like that was very jarring in a good way. I think it was just a subversion of expectations of what I thought was going to be a subversion of expectations. They double crossed me very easily and I liked it, but now I'm, I'm really, I want to know what the difference between this sword and Haganazuka's previous swords are going to be and how the mysterious man that woke him up that may or may not have been Haganazuka is going to react to all of this. Um, but the also, please. Is that the sword lasted 300 years and Tandro hasn't broken it yet. Ooh. <laughs> Sick burn, bro. <laughs> no. All I hope is uh, we get to see that Tanjiro still has Rengoku's sword protector. I can't remember what it's called. Hilt. Hilt, pr- hilt protector? Just hilt. Or the scabbard? He's no, got the, the little fire the thing. Protects the hand on the. the oh, the hilt. Yeah, the hilt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He'll, I, don't, I don't. I forget sword things sometimes. Zuhair, you're right. the sword specialist. But yeah, he still has I'm that. Not a specialist. I just know how to use one. <laughs> Pretend you're a specialist. We need credentials. <laughs> Working my way up to specialist. I'm special. There you go. <laughs> well, at the mention of Haganazaka, it does make me think. Like, I thought that was him. Why? Why, yeah, why do you think he went and hid? Because he had this like isolated moment. Like if he really wanted to, like it sounded like he wanted to give Tanjiro a piece of his mind. And we know that he'll obviously get in trouble with the Swordsmith Village, but it was just them there. Like he could have had an interaction with them, but he seemed genuinely scared to interact with them. I found myself questioning his motives there. I'm wondering if, it's something along the lines of previously we've seen Haganazuka outside the village wherein he can yell at Tanjiro to his heart's content. But if he tries <laughs> to do it within the village, he's going to be reprimanded like mm-hmm. we've already kind of seen that they're going to say, no, this is not Tanjiro's fault. This is your fault. You're a bad swordsmith. So I'm I'm wondering if he's in hiding or ashamed or something along those lines. And, you know, perhaps before we've got this grand reveal of the sword being hidden. I was wondering if he's like, I want to like keep myself hidden from Tanjiro until I have a weapon prepared for him. Like he's doing it in secret. Mm. So he's trying to hide himself until he can be like, here's finally my best work. I don't know if that's going to happen anymore now that Tanjiro has a new sword, but that was kind of where I thought it was going to be going is like, he doesn't reappear until he's proven himself. Hmm. Or maybe he's actually like studying Tanjiro now that he's had the opportunity to to make the sword based off of how he fights. But we're thinking that Tanjiro is going to take that sword and not get another one made for him. 
Well, a hundred percent, I think Tanjiro is taking the sword. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's keeping it or not. Is I'm wondering kind of, if that one's a black sword too. I don't know. Well, because there's a part of me that wonders: is the reason that Tanjiro has broken multiple swords not necessarily poor craftsmanship, but instead he is using such a strong fighting style in the form of sun breathing that the sword just can't handle it? But now suddenly having a sword of the original sun breather maybe that sword will be able to handle it, and there's something to be gained from that. So many questions. So many questions. Yeah, yeah. I think that stands to reason, but I kind of find myself like not having too terribly much to say about the episode, but I am... One of the things that stuck out to me, uh, like the opening and closing sequences are always so beautiful. And Zuhair, you kind of mentioned how wonderful the song is. But I kind of love how they always place these little like touchstones about what you can expect to see in the season. So obviously we're going to have the showdown with the upper four and five, I believe they are. Yeah. um, That were sent by Muzan in the premiere episode there. But also... Like in the Entertainment District arc, we got some of uh, Uzui's backstory, and it's I, I noticed the imagery there with both the Love Hashira as well as Muichiro, and it looks like he has, in every shot that you give him, he's like in the river, like playing in the river, collecting water in the river, and there's someone else in the background that looks kind of like him, like could be a family member or something like that, so... Again, given the fact that we only have 11 episodes, I wonder how much time is going to be spent on that or if they're showing us these things in the opening so that when they do cover it, uh, maybe in like an expository fashion, we kind of have the imagery to liken to. I don't know. I don't know. I'm so curious. I've never been as tempted to read the manga for a show as much as Demon Slayer. Like mm-hmm. I, I've seen it a couple times in the store recently and every fiber of my being is like, nope, it's coming out. You just just wait and you'll get there. But it's it's tempting. It's so tempting because yeah. the questions surrounding the show are some of the best questions mm-hmm. ever because they're more than just a singular arc. Like we still have questions from season one that are waiting to be answered and waiting to be figured out that I don't even know if we're going to get until the final finale of this show so it's just like mm-hmm. there's there's so many crisscrossing threads that i just like i'm i need it i need another episode give it to me now the whole sun breathing thing and like with our mystery character is is the biggest speculation because they even said that muichiro is like a descendant of like a sun breathing family oh yeah yes. it's supposed to be like an art that we haven't seen in a while and then Ren Goku didn't know anything about the the Kagura Hinokami Kagura. Excuse me if I'm saying that wrong. But then I think you're right. Hinomoni Kagura. I, I think it's Hinokami Kagura. Hinokami. Hinokami Kagura, yeah. So like we don't know like enough about that yet, but Ren Goku's dad may have like provided some information, but still not much. So then this guy could be a direct descendant, but he works with the Mist style. But we also know that he's known for combining styles. Even Tanjiro mentioned it like in the middle of his fight with Giotaro when he put the Kagura and water style together. And then with this mystery character himself, like first we thought it was Tanjiro's dad because of those flashbacks of him him practicing the Hinokami Kagura. And then 
we had the dream sequence where my interpretation of it was that what looked like Tanjiro was actually Tanjiro's dad talking to a traveler while Tanjiro's mom was the one that was asleep. But then this was a 300 year old person. So then how does that connect? And it's a lot of questions. (laughs) Just some strong genes in the Kamado family. Clearly. Luckily, great grandfather looks just like you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just how else would you know that they're related if they didn't have the exact same hairstyle? I don't know what you're talking about. Luckily, and I'm going to knock on Attack on Titan because that's what we do around here. Unlike <laughs> unlike Attack on Titan, I feel like we're going to get the answers to these questions. I don't feel like I'm going to have more questions that come around before the next thing happens. It's like, oh no, I think we're going to get there. It's just going to take time. So it's like, as much as I am antsy to know, I'm not angry that I don't, I guess is kind of what it is. Because oh, yeah, it I'm feels excited. Yeah, no, they feel very answerable somehow. Um, I did have another thought. Um, I was thinking about Muichiro and his interaction with Tanjiro when he, I think he smelled Nezuko mm-hmm. in Tanjiro's you know crate that he carries around on his back. And it made me think back to when the Hashira were introduced in season one. Like he was there when they had the whole sequence where it was like, okay, we're going to let you have Nezuku around. We're not going to kill her. And I guess it just speaks to like his level of disinterest and how aloof Mm -hmm. he is that he doesn't remember remember that. (laughs) Yeah. I took that as 15 year old being 15 year old, just like "Eh, this doesn't pertain to me. I don't care. And like omit it from his brain until now. Uh, I forget Nezuku. She's so cute. (sighs) Demons are never cute. (laughs) Nezuko doesn't count. (laughs) <laughs> Anytime Nezuko is hugging the love Hashira, like all the concept art and fan art that's come out from that has just been so freaking adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All I'm thinking about is uh, you should totally follow us on Instagram if you don't, because I posted, I think it was yesterday, uh, <laughs> a reel wherein the love Hashira blew into one of those little noisemakers and it made the <laughs> noise. And then she handed it to Nezuko and said, here, it's your turn. And Nezuko just put her mouth up to it and then shouted, because she doesn't understand how things work in the world and it's just perfect and cute but yeah there you go shameless plug to follow us on all of our social medias (laughs) (laughs) one thing that you were speculating about with how our mystery number one became a demon like what if he was forced into it too like what if him and Muzan like got had this huge brawl because we even have like Davi's memories of Muzan being terrified of this sun breathing. Mm-hmm. So like it could be that they fought each other and Muzan like just just barely like got him near death and then changed him. And it's like you work for me now. That was something that I kind of considered because there was a very resentful feeling coming out of the number one demon oh yeah even in the tower so it's it very much could be the i'm here because i have to not because i want to kind of thing yeah Hmm. but yeah i don't the speculation i feel like for this could go on for 
ever because seeing this number one demon look like Tanjiro's not dad dad just turned this whole show on its head because like we were we felt so confident of like oh that's his dad this will lead to that this will lead to that and it just all is out the window now uh and maybe you can clear something up for me as well forgive me it's been a a few days since i watched the episode i didn't have time for a rewatch but the episode title is yorichi type zero is that the name of this legendary swordman is it yorichi yorichi do we know good question i thought it was just the name of the robot okay I'm going to look it up in hopes that I don't get spoiled with anything. Well, while you're there, was it? It's either this up. Ep- I think it's the next episode. I saw the like oh, name, name of it. It's whose name? The name of the swordsman? Yeah. Okay. So now we can actually refer to him as Yurichi instead and of presumably Demon Slayer in history. That's all. I'm presumably, Unreal. Type Zero is also the robot. Like yeah. I, I would I would think so yeah. Mechanado. What were you uh you what were you bringing up there Andrew? Um I can't remember now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's okay. It, it it was a fleeting thought to fill time. I swear it was not important until next week when I remember what it was and I come in screaming and being like, wait, <laughs> I <laughs> I had something to say. I had something for this story tomorrow. Yeah, when you just see the Twitter go off, it's because Andrew remembered what happened. (laughs) (sighs) So while everybody else is thinking, a reminder that we put on the news episode was that our plan right now is that the episodes drop on Sundays. We plan on recording on Mondays so that you guys can listen to these lovely episodes on Tuesday. So whether you are watching the Japanese version every week or you're binging the dub or binging all of it together we love to hear your thoughts so please make sure you write in what i know you said it but i need you to say it again for me because it confused me you said this like can we clarify the episode of demon slayer drops on sunday demon slayer episode three i know i'm just saying watchable on crunchyroll on sunday we record what our eyes and ears witnessed on Monday. <laughs> the podcast episode drops on Tuesday. Tuesday, right. Yeah. I just wanted to clear that up for the listeners that also, like me, may have been confused because I was like, wait, we're not recording on Sundays because you just said this episode here, this episode here. Just wanted to make sure everyone is in the same loop. I know that's being pedantic, but. No, no, we I... are sitting and watching TV on Sundays. We are sharing our thoughts on Mondays. We are sharing that with the world on Tuesdays. <laughs> Sunday, yes. Monday, Demon Days. Tuesday, Wednesday, Demon <laughs> Days. Thursday, Friday, Demon Days. Saturday, what a day. I'm living all these with you. These days are all. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> and on that lovely note, you have all only one of those days to get any of your feedback to us so with this schedule if you have any thoughts on anything pertaining to demon slayer we're going to be trying to record like we said on monday but we will have our news episodes still coming out generally recorded on thursdays so you're welcome to write in any feedback about demon slayer or any show that you're watching and we will talk about it on those thursdays you can write in any of your feedback uh animation deliberation podcast at gmail.com can be a written message, a voice message, or a collage of pictures if you really feel so inclined to make us wonder what you're talking about. 
any of the listeners who listen to our My Hero Academia top five, you will know what I'm talking about because we had someone send in pictures for that and we had to try and say what they were on an audio format. So, you know, it's a fun time to be here, but we love it uh, all together. And then I plugged earlier, you know, follow us on social medias, Animation Deliberation on Instagram and Facebook and Animation Delib one on Twitter. Long wind is running out of breath. Buy a blend jet. <laughs> all right. Well, in the words of a famous animated pig who is not a nosuke, that's all, folks. Thanks for <laughs> tuning in. <laughs>